Welcome to Ingenious Perspectives. On this podcast, we aim to discuss issues that have loomed over the African-American experience for generations. It's our goal to express these issues, not just from our point of view, but from various research perspectives. Uh, We invite you to come expand your paradigms with us today, as always. Uh, One half of Ingenious Perspectives, I'm Dominic Speller. And I'm Lawrence McCarran. Today, um, we are continuing our series on Black influencers um, focusing in the Virginia area. Uh, We've discussed filmmaking and arts with Esau Bolden and Mark LeVar. We've discussed the Black Business Expo and Black Business Directory with Tracy and Arnisha Hall. Um, And we have here with us today another influencer in the Virginia area um, who's going to discuss what it is that she does and and what it is she, she brings to the community. So my name is Verlaine Quinney, and I'm the founder of the Connect 757, and we focus on bringing Black professionals together through social networking events here in the region. And with that, um, people are able to grow their network, they're able to explore the area, the 757, and then grow personally and professionally while having fun. That's the added twist. (laughs) Okay. Um, So... We're going to, um, you know, get get right into it and, and let Lawrence let Lawrence take it away. Yeah. So before we get into the questions, I need to know where my tickets are for the Melanin Brunch, because I've been looking out and every time I go to go go to it, it's booked up and it's people ahead of me. And I'm figuring <laughs> out where my spot's at. Yeah, so um, what had happened was, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, July is sold out really fast. And so August um, ones will actually be coming out tonight. But yeah, Melanin Brunch, we do that only during the summer. And this summer uh, specifically, we are only attending Black restaurants for brunch. And so we had two in yes. July and two uh, we'll be doing in August. And so, so far, July sold out. So I'm expecting August to sell out too. So, you know, you got some inside knowledge. It's dropping tonight. (laughs) What are the dates we're looking at for this August brunch? So August, there's two. It's August 13th and August 28th. So the 13th will be at Happy Cafe in Virginia Beach. Number two um, on the Yelp, Coastal Virginia, best places to eat. Yes. The brunch is fire. Okay. It's it's delicious. And then the other one is um, Solivia's Art and... Oh Lord, I'm, it's like an art and something restaurant. I'm blinking out on the name, but they okay. do live jazz. It's a live jazz Ooh, brunch, and that's out nice. in Edinburgh, Chesapeake, and that'll okay. be at the end of the month. Nice, yo. So, like, how did you get started with this? Is, is you know everybody asked that question, but you know I got to know how did you get started with this? So it's funny. There's a couple different reasons why I got started, but the main one was because I was attending events um, for my job about five, six seven years ago. And I was going to events, networking events, the traditional networking events, right? And I would either be the youngest person, the only black person, the only black female there. And I'm like, I know there has to be more of us out here. I had just like graduated from college and started working. And so I wanted to just kind of bring us together. And so 
um, originally it started off just doing like professional development, helping people with resumes, getting out there networking. And then I wanted to transition because I'm like, we do stuff differently. We network differently. We like to do social things. That's how we get to know each other and build relationships that way. And so my friend, which you're familiar with, the Facebook group, Hampton Rose Black Professionals, she was relocating. And so she basically came to me. She knew I was doing a lot of stuff with young professionals with the Urban League. And um, was simply like, hey, you want to take this group over? At the time, it was like 30 people. And um, now we're over over 3,000 maybe. I don't even know. It's a, it's a really high number now. And I just use that to transition into my business to create events for us. And it's, it's taken off. It's doing great now. <laughs> but just to create a space for us, that was the main reason. Yeah, giving that space to, to be us. Because it's uh, when you're in... You know, I'm gonna use the phrase from college, but uh, PWI, like you, you just yeah. you kind of you kind of you kind of lose yourself a little bit, especially if you're you know not from an area. Uh, are you are you from Hampton Roads? No, so I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, and I came here because I went to Hampton, and then went to ODU for mm-hmm. grad school, and then I just stayed here. So I needed to really create my own space here, and that's what I did. Wow, that's huge! Like going from you know, being new to area to like building up a huge network. You're talking about 3000 plus people that you can like kind of call upon to come to these events. That's, that's pretty amazing. I wish I could do that. I go to a place and it's like, yeah, I got like two people I can call. Hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's most places though. And like, we've had um, actually like people that live in other cities now starting to reach out. Like we wish we had this here. So we're trying to like lay the groundwork um, here so that we can start bringing it and creating it in other cities because we know it's a need, but we just want to make sure everything is right here first before we start um, expanding. That's why we added like the 757 so that we can switch out area codes and stuff as we grow. Got you. Wow. Okay. So where, where's what's next to expansion? Like, is there, is there, are you eyeing a city or eyeing a uh, region? Right now, the closest or the best place I think for us would be one of the cities kind of in North Carolina. So we haven't really pinpointed which city, but that has been the area that has like started reaching out first. So logistically, that would probably be the best place for us. There's a lot of black professionals in a couple of the other cities. So having something like what we do there would be ideal. Hey, Research Triangle, Raleigh, Durham, you know, Cary, Chapel Hill, all of that. I was just about to say, Connect 919 sounds sounds real nice, doesn't it? Okay, okay, note it, note it. So uh, mention the uh, the the melanated the melanin brunch. Like, so what's next? What what other what other events um, should people look out for? Yeah, so we have a lot of things coming up. And I said, that's the beauty with the Connect 757. If you look just at our calendar, it's like, oh, my God, they're doing a little this, a little that. But that's because the black person, the average black person doesn't just stay in one lane. They're going to want to try a variety of things. And so right now is our summer um our summer adventure series. And so every summer we focus on doing things that you wouldn't not typically see black people experiencing. And so in the past we've had horseback riding, we've done zip lining, we've been hiking, uh, we went paddle boarding. And this year we are focusing on swimming. And so getting people comfortable and in pools and learning how to swim. And so we actually hosted our first class this past um, weekend that was 
absolutely amazing. The news caught on. They interviewed our instructor, Sam. Um, she's actually from Florida. She's a member of the Connect 757. And we knew okay. this was a perfect opportunity to partner. Yeah, and bring her on board. So that's what she does. She comes to you um, to help you learn how to swim. And then, you know, she does classes with you. So absolutely amazing. First class was fabulous this weekend. And we have a couple more in August as well coming up. That's awesome. I when I was when I was going through your site, that was the first thing that I saw. The first event um, that I saw checking out the website was a swimming class, which is dope because going through the Navy, the thing you see in all the remedial swim classes that everybody looks like you. You're like, man, goodness, <laughs> none of us, none of us can swim. Got but it. that's cool, the cool. norm for our yeah. community, and yeah. that's what her focus is trying to change. That, and I I know how to swim, but I know the importance of knowing how to swim especially here in virginia like we're right here at the beach you know we're, we have water everywhere so it, it's important to have that but that's one of the things we're doing this summer we also have a um rotating out monthly uh, black professionals happy hour that we do we rotate that out across the region and then we have a coffee connection for and that's geared towards like entrepreneurs people that have a little bit more flexibility in their schedule that aren't going to maybe a corporate nine to five that they can go out and network, but maybe they can't go out in the evening. So the coffee connection was created to um, allow them to come out in the morning to network that way. So it's a, it's a nice mix of things that we do throughout each season. Uh, I was going to ask, um, I wanted to know since, you know, I got you on the line here, is everything okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> things are good. Um, Personally, professionally, I think things are moving in a very good space. I think as an entrepreneur, you you go through those those highs and lows, right? Just naturally, I think as an entrepreneur, um, I work nine to five as well. So I, I actually work in corporate America, a Fortune 500 company. So I'm balancing that, um, obviously being a single mom. So there's always things that are going to come and go, but... I'm pretty positive. I'm a pretty positive person. I know that the negative stuff doesn't last long. So, and right now it's, it's a really good space. I think the, the sunshine definitely helps <laughs> here in Virginia. Yes. Um, I, so I, I asked that because um, I'm looking at the events and I see that 5 a.m. club and I'm like, yo, a person that wakes up at five o'clock in the morning when they don't have to, I'm worried about you. I'm worried about you. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> I'm good, but listen, we do that twice a year, okay? We do it twice a year. We do it in April and October. And honestly, I, I do. I try and really push people to, to do a 5 a.m. club at least once because that month, you are so productive. You get so much stuff done. A lot of times, those things that you kind of put off, those small tasks that you forget about, that's your opportunity to be like, okay, I'm going to knock these things out. Like you mentioned, ain't nobody else up at 5 a.m. with you. So there's no distractions. There's nothing going on. <laughs> and, you know, you can focus on whatever you need to do that month. And so in the past, we actually, we've been doing this since like 2018, 2017. So we've been doing 5 a.m. Wow. club for as long as the Connect has has been going. And we've had people start businesses. Uh, people get their finances in order, pay down debt. Um, build better like spiritual relationships. So it's really kind of that boost, that jump start to get you going for whatever goals that you know you've been wanting to do, but you kind of don't have the time, right? Now you're dedicating that time to get it done. Wow. I want that positive energy right there. 
<laughs> did you did you catch that melanated spark podcast? Like, I mean, we we are we are in the presence of a of a fellow podcaster. So tell us a little bit about that. So somebody was supposed to be on the podcast. No, we have to reschedule it though. So the the podcast is really good because it gives us the opportunity um, to talk to professionals, just how they're managing work life balance, how they're still pushing forward. It's that opportunity to really just be. Not necessarily motivational, but it's realistic. What are you going through? How did you get there? How are you moving forward? Those type of conversations. So just very, very realistic, but encouraging to see people, you know, in your age range that look like you doing what, you know, they want to do out of life and loving it. So I'm going to have to get y'all on it when we open it back up. That's still coming. Please, please get us on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, so uh, I mean, I'm here. So when we talked, you talked about uh, starting, you know, starting this, uh, uh, the Connect 757, like, um, did you have like a really centralized idea of what your mission was? No, not at all. And I say this all the time because I, I starting out, I, I'm not a business person, right? I have a business, but a lot of the things that you need, especially starting out, there was no blueprint, number one. Um, there wasn't anything I could really like look to to figure out how I wanted to go about it. So there's been a lot of changes to the point now where I know my flow. I know kind of what my audience is looking for. Like now I can create it, but not until I started it did I figure that out. Because again, there's nothing really tailored to my audience, Black professionals. There's nothing really tailored to creating event spaces for us that's still networking, you know? So it's an interesting space I'm in. And even when you're, when you're thinking about like applying for grants or even Facebook, when they're asking, well, how do you categorize your business? For a long time, I had no category. I, I didn't know what to, to check it. It's not, you know, it's not food. It's not <laughs> whatever other categories they have up there. So I've, yeah. I've been in that lane for a while where I've had to kind of create that space and now I, I now I definitely know but starting out no I just knew what I wanted to do and I was gonna figure it out <laughs> and so that's how how it played out nice um is there is there a model that you look to for your for what you're putting together is there um something like what you're doing that you've seen elsewhere that you're that you're aspiring to or you you feel like you're you're creating something that hasn't really been done I feel like I wanted to create a space similar to the vibe more so the experience you got when you go to DC and you're around other black professionals in DC, for example, mm. like there's a different vibe. There's a different experience you have, but DC vibe is not the same thing as seven, five, seven here. It's a little bit more laid, laid back. Like it's just a different vibe. So you initially, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys would have seen this because being guys, but at one point there was like all these like women empowerment brunches that were taking place. Do y'all remember seeing? I remember not being able to go and enjoy brunch everywhere. I, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I recall, I recall my church, 
my church doing a bunch of those that I, I also wasn't invited to. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. At one point, there was a lot of those being created. And I did. I did one of those as one of my early events. And I realized it's not it's not the same thing. So I had to, again, adapt and realize that's not going to work here for what I'm trying to do. So I had to pivot a little bit with that. But okay. the vibe, the experience, the being able to feel welcomed. Um, I would say that came from going to other things and realizing I feel out of place or it's not as welcoming to me. I want to make sure when people are going to my events, they automatically feel welcome. You feel like you're at home. You feel like you're appreciated. You're you're supposed to be there. And so that's typically the vibe you'll get when you come to our events. It's not that clicky feel that most things have. How do you how do you curate that that list of events? Like, what do you what do you look at? For example, I know you talked about your summer series. You said you want to focus on swimming. Um, you talked about hiking and ziplining. So, how do you curate that list of activities and events that you're putting together through the summer or even through the year? You know, picking your coffee place out. Like, where are we gonna do this coffee? Where are we doing these brunches? Like, how does all that come together? So initially, it was literally things that I like to do, and I wanted to do it with other people. If I like to do it, okay. And that's the other thing. I would do stuff and I'm, I'm very active on Facebook. So I put stuff out and people would be like, oh, you know, I wish I could do that. Or let me know next time you go. That was early on. So I'm like, okay, let me just create that. Um, okay. Especially that's how the Melon and Brunch got started is because we all like to go to brunch. So I said, well, we'll create a Melon and Brunch where it wasn't specific to black owned restaurants. It was literally black people trying out brunch spots and we were deciding is this good or is it not good so that was how melanin brunch was initially created but in terms of creating the event list now i have an amazing team um now and so we pick places based off of like recommendations um referrals from other people that you know they're telling us you know check out this space this space is in this city especially if it's in cities that maybe um, my team doesn't live in so like suffolk no one in my team lives in Suffolk. So we tap into our members to get recommendations for, you know, places yeah. outside of what we may already be familiar with. So it just goes back to using that network um, to find places that, number one, are going to be welcoming to us, that we we have firsthand experience from somebody, that it's going to be okay for us to be there. They want us there. And the food is good. That's that's very important for a lot of things. The food is good. And the experience <laughs> will be good. <laughs> So what's the, I guess, what's the vibe like? So I, I, you know, you set up a lot of things of like how you want to, how you want to set it up. But like, I, you know, I'm flashing back to, to college days and flashing back to going with the fam and stuff like that to, to out to eat and stuff. And you got some characters, you got somebody who's a little too loud. You got somebody who's real picky about their food that you don't want to sit next to. You're like your waiter make sure you know that's not mine. That, you know, get their food different than mine. <laughs> ain't complaining, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm looking at it and I'm not seeing that when I see like your, your social media presence, your pictures, your videos and stuff. And a little bit of the perspective I have, it looks like y'all, it's, it's a whole different vibe than that. Yeah, so it's interesting because it's a little bit of all of that because everybody has a different personality. But I feel like 
the plus with us, you always find like where you fit in. There's always going to be somebody that you kind of gravitate towards. But again, like the team, like my team is so solid. And so we make sure that people are engaged, making sure that, you know, if we're talking to them and they say like they're interested in this or they do this, that and the third. Oh, you know, we know this person that's here, you know, have you met so-and-so? So the team is, I think, very effective in doing that. But that's what I like to lead by. So I like to make sure people feel welcomed. Again, you know, that's what I had mentioned earlier, making sure they feel welcomed and then, you know, creating a vibe around that, introducing people to other people, seeing what you have in common, um, making sure people's guards are kind of brought down, especially Mm. if it's the first event. You know, a lot of people, especially when you think of networking, the whole mindset around networking is very, um, it's not focused on actually building a relationship. And so that's what Mm -hmm. we focus on is building a relationship, finding things in common with each other. That way, when opportunities become available, you know, you have a a solid network of people that you trust that you can, you know, recommend business, you can refer for jobs, and you don't have to worry about putting your name on the line for something that you can't really stand behind. Right. So that's the whole focus of that. But we have a little bit of everybody, everyone's personality. You come, come as you are. (laughs) And we accept you. you. Yeah. (laughs) So when you, uh, I guess, um, are you starting to see after doing this for for this long? Are you starting to see like an impact in the in the like the, the people who've been there, have been around a long a long time and stuff like that? Most definitely, because you see, so with the amount of people we have, I would say it's pretty pretty split in terms of people that are from here looking for new things to do, new people to meet, you know, build their network. But then also there's a huge population of people that are transplants, right? So they either Mm -hmm. move here because of school, work, or the military. And so a lot of times they may not necessarily know each other or know other people, obviously, that are here. So they're coming to the group looking to find people to meet with. Um, And from then, people have built like genuine friendships they are going to do stuff outside of the group now with the friends that they met within the group they can refer each other for jobs they're partnering and working together on different business ventures they're you know collaborating on things supporting each other we have people that um have businesses and then some that don't have businesses they're traditional nine to fivers and so that's one thing even with our membership i don't call it a business membership i don't call it i just call it a professional membership because we we focus on the black professional, not their job or their title or their business. Now, the plus with that is we focus on the individual so that it's not turned into a business organization because I think we have a great um, solid foundation of resources and support already for that. So the focus Mm -hmm. is building those relationships with the individual, then referring each other for jobs or to work together or businesses and and whatnot so yeah relationships are built things are done outside of the cut next 757 but that's the goal to build relationships so that you have a solid network one of the things i saw on your site is your um community community connect committee so can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing in that arm of the Connect 757? Because I know you, um, a lot of it focuses on, like you said, that networking and building the professional, building the friendships that turn into good professional relationships. So what are you 
What is the Community Connect portion of it doing? Yeah, so we actually launched committees this year for the first time, and that was one of the committees we launched. And so with that one, we had to really take inventory of what was needed in the community. And so the Community Connect focuses on volunteering um, or two things, actually. Volunteering, find Black professionals to volunteer to support the businesses and organizations that are holding events, but then also um, connecting Black professionals to boards, committees, leadership positions um, for, again, the organizations in the community that need that support. So it's it's kind of twofold. So we volunteer. We'll be doing our first, um, like, our own volunteer event in August. Um, prior to that, it was us supporting the organizations that are already doing things and looking for volunteers. So we actually have one coming up this Saturday, working with Antoine Hines um, with his Veterans Homefront. And so we'll actually be collecting items to create uh, blessing bags, and those will be distributed to the carbound homeless in Chesapeake. Very nice. Very nice. And and you mentioned your uh, the Connect's own volunteer event that you have coming up in August. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So we're still finalizing the details on that, but it will be an opportunity to um, do an elementary school cleanup. So I with my job, <laughs> I volunteered with the United Way to basically do a, a cleanup for one of the schools. And I was... I was just shocked at the stuff that was on the playground. There were nails, there were um, glass, just a whole bunch of dangerous stuff that should not be in elementary school. And so that's when I realized we need to do this more than once a year. So instead of, you know, United Way is already doing a lot of things. So adding additional stuff wasn't really on their, their calendar right now. But I said, well, that's something the Connect can do. We can work with a school and do a cleanup twice a year, do it before the kids go back to school. And then sometime during the middle of the school year. And so our first one will be in August. And um, like I said, we're working out the details of what all we will be doing, but that's how that came about. There's a need. Let's go ahead and volunteer. We already have a lot of black professionals that want to do that. We have a lot of moms and parents in the group as well. Um, So with my daughter being six and knowing this is, the the age that's impacted by having a safe playground, I definitely wanted to to get involved and be able to do that. That's that's amazing. One of the one of the things that that Lawrence talks a lot about on the podcast is the power of institutions. Yes, um, and we did we did a series on institutions and um, and what they bring and how um, they can individually contribute to. Um, pushing equality and furthering equality. And the last big group we talked about was social institutions. And we uh, we didn't really delve too much into it because we felt like they were doing their part. Like social and, and the Connect 757 just adds another group to that that's going out and doing their part at building an institution, a 3,000 person strong institution that is that's pushing and creating and, and furthering that. And so we just, you know, we want to say thank you for continuing to add to that. That's That's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. Could not do it. I have to I have to shout out my team though. Could not Please do it without do it. my team because it's doing it on my own for a long time. And this year have a very solid team. They are killing it in all the different areas, the committees we have and really implement. That's why we were able to add 
like the rotating black professional happy hour, the community connect, the coffee connect, because now we have more people. I I can't be everywhere. Now we have more people and they're able to implement and do those, those projects and that programming throughout the year. So, yo, so shout them out. Who's the team? So we have Antoine, we have Desiree, we have Jasmine, we have Leela, mm-hmm. we have Quayshawn, we have Sophia, and I think that's it. It's six. Oh, and Malcolm. Malcolm is going to kill me because he already already feels like I always leave him out. So Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dominique, you was about to say something about some interns? Yeah, yeah. We just, you know, we don't have no help ourselves, you know, so... uh so shout out out there, everybody, anybody who wants to uh, intern with the Genius Perspectives, it is a, it is a volunteer position. Um, it's just a, it's a, yep, it's, vol- it's volunteer, but Hey, it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of opportunity for growth and, and yeah. no, not really just come intern with us, man. Just like, I can't, I can't even sell this. <laughs> but honestly, like if you team up with um, like local community college or even the colleges to get students to assist you know, that's available. You just have to check with the um, the school's criteria for doing an internship because every school mm-hmm. is different. But it's, it's an option. I used yeah, to be the internship coordinator <laughs> at ODU. <laughs> were you? I was, how long, yeah. How long ago was that? This was in 2000, 2011 to 2013. Oh, yeah, no, no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> nope. So I, 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 was, uh, I, was, I graduated ODU in 07. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was... After I was, I was just there. coming here in 07. I was just going to Hampton in 07. Okay, don't do that. All right, that makes me... <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Oh, I was just getting here in 07. <laughs> Goodness, he graduated? Uh-uh. Just had to don't, slide don't, that in there. Don't, don't do that. It's so, so cold. It's so cold. I graduated high school in 2008. Oh. Okay, Lawrence, stop it. No, no one's talking. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. Yeah. Um, is there is there any advice you want to give to someone who's who's looking at, you know, joining, they're trying to figure out, all right, there's so much going on. You have so many different events. Like, how do I, you know, where am I getting where do I jump in? You know, you see both the roads yeah. turning, you just don't know where to jump in at. So I always say kind of gravitate towards what you're interested in because we have a variety of things. Um, even our book, we have a book club, Melanie Reads uh, monthly book club. We take a break over the summer because we have all the other summer things going on. And then, so that's usually the, the rest of the year. So there's, there's literally a little something for everybody to come out, meet other people. I will say though, when you come to networking events, you don't have to worry about being nervous, right? Because what I mentioned earlier. And so be you can be comfortable being yourself when you come out to events. Um, but you have to come out. That's the one thing. We have a lot of people that see stuff. And it's like, oh, you know, I, I wish I would have did this. Or, you know, I'm going to make the next one. Sign up and go. The other part is we also have a membership. So if you want a little bit of a more, I guess, more intimate feeling, the paid membership is a little bit smaller than the large Facebook group. So that's an option as well to sign up, become a member because our member only events are smaller events. They're exclusive okay. to just members. 
I like that. I like the there's the you can join the connect or you can join the exclusive connect. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> where can where can everybody find you? Find you, find the connect, where socials, where can where can they find all this information that you're sharing with us here today? Sure. So you can um, find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Connect 757. And then, of course, our website has all of our events where you can sign up to become a member. You can sign up to register for events or just to find out more about what we do. And that is www.theconnect757.com. And we're, we're active on all of our platforms. So you can feel free to reach out to us on any of those. Awesome. Lawrence, where can they find you? Yo, you can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, Larry the Engineer underscores in between each word. Um, and uh, shortly, once I can get find myself back in the seven five seven, you will find me at the Connect seven five seven events. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> absolutely. Um, you can find me uh, on Instagram at Vitruvian Plato. And you can now find the podcast on Instagram as well at Ingenious Perspectives. We uh, had, a, had a soft launch of our <laughs> of our uh, of our Instagram page for the podcast. As always, you can find us on Facebook, um, and then you can listen to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts: Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Um, and pretty much, if they if they got podcasts, they got us. Um, and you will also be able to find me at these Connect Seven Five Seven events because I I enjoy good brunch. So, um, mm-hmm. as always, we want you guys to keep expanding your paradigms and now expand your event calendar and check out some of the events that are being put on by the Connect 757. Peace.